0: This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, feds may need to be a little more careful where they log in to telework. Veterans Affairs wants to try a new approach to modernize its technology. And some members of Congress are wondering just where those benefits they were promised from the Space Force are. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast, I'm Eric White. The National Security Agency wants you to be more careful about how you log in to telework at your local coffee shop. In a new advisory, the NSA laid out best practices for securing wireless devices in public settings. The agency advises against connecting to public Wi-Fi networks as they are often unsecured. Bad actors can also scan for active Bluetooth signals to access information on devices. The NSA says federal employees and contractors should know how to properly secure their data in public as teleworking becomes more common. The Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency just launched a major public-private partnership. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday has details. Government and industry will team up on cyber planning, threat analysis, and defensive operations under CISA's new Joint Cyber Defense Collaborative. CISA Director Jen Easterly says the JCDC will help the United States develop a better picture of the cyber threats it faces. Major cloud providers, telecommunications companies, and cybersecurity firms are already signed up to participate. The Collaborative's initial efforts include combating ransomware and coming up with an incident response plan for cloud providers. Justin Doubleday, Federal News Network. CISA also released a new training guide Thursday to help federal employees looking to improve their cybersecurity skills. The guide aims to help workers expand on their cyber career options with over 100 training resources and certification prep courses. The training guide is yet another measure in a bigger effort within the Department of Homeland Security and government overall to strengthen the cyber workforce. A bill giving the federal acquisition workforce a crash course in artificial intelligence is headed for a Senate floor vote. The Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs Committee passed the AI training for the Acquisition Workforce Act. It directs the Office of Management and Budget to create and regularly update an AI acquisition training program for federal employees. The bill specifies the training should highlight the ethical and national security risks posed by AI technology. Senators Gary Peters and Rob Portman say their bill addresses the National Security Commission on AI's recommendations to improve the federal workforce's understanding of AI. Veterans Affairs kicks off a new approach to modernizing its technology infrastructure. Federal News Network's Jason Miller tells us how. You've probably heard of Infrastructure as a Service, and probably something called it Managed Services. Now, VA is introducing Infrastructure as a Managed Service, or IAMS. VA awarded Periton a $497 million contract to provide this new service, which will integrate its on-premise infrastructure with its enterprise cloud. Peritone will transition VA's mission-critical workloads from legacy infrastructure to IAMs. VA hopes this approach will create a standardized service delivery model and eliminate application-specific infrastructure silos. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. Veterans who reported sexual trauma may not be receiving the benefits they deserve. The Office of Inspector General found through a data sampling that the Veterans Benefits Administration has not improved the rate of incorrectly processed sexual trauma claims in nearly four years. It jumped from 49% in 2017 to 57% in 2019. The report also revealed that VBA did not implement the IG's recommendations from 2018. Auditors suggested in their new report that VBA develop a formal procedure. Procedure to address all processing errors for sexual trauma claims. The Health and Human Services Department gets mixed reviews on its COVID-19 dashboard. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman tells us why. HHS says the data platform it stood up early in the COVID-19 pandemic helped the agency address critical staff and supply shortages in 40 states. But the Government Accountability Office says... HHS changed the way it gathers data throughout the pandemic, making it harder for hospitals to submit data on the beds and supplies they had available. Public health and state officials tell GAO they relied on state and local health data rather than rely on data from the HHS Protect platform. Jory Heckman Federal News Network. The Defense Department is planning to launch a new pilot program to determine whether it needs new ways to measure the value of intellectual property. But before the Pentagon can meet the requirements of the fiscal 2020 defense authorization bill, it is asking for help from experts. DOD released a request for information to obtain input on IP valuation and evaluation strategies and recommendations. In the RFI, DOD outlined six areas for feedback, including how to develop cost-effective IP strategies and how to assess IP evaluation processes. DOD recently pushed back the response deadline to September 17th from early August. Congress is wondering where the benefits of the new Space Force are. One top official says the service may need to reevaluate its priorities. Federal News Network's Scott Maccioni reports. One of the highest-ranking researchers on military space issues says the Space Force needs a more hybrid portfolio to deliver quick results and focus on long-term threats. Colonel Eric Felt at the Air Force Laboratory says the United States needs to show it's moving toward a more resilient space structure before a devastating attack happens. Congress has been critical of the Space Force's progress. It was hoping the new branch would speed up the process of procuring space weapons. Scott Massioni, Federal News Network. The Air Force is set to introduce a new deployment rotation model. The Air Force Force Generation Model, or Afrogen, will consist of a 24-month cycle composed of four six-month phases. Under this model, airmen will be deployed, reintegrated with family, go through training, and prepare again for deployment. It's designed to provide a more sustainable cycle for airmen and balance the trade-offs between short- and long-term readiness. The service expects to launch the new model in fiscal 2023. And Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin approves a new strategy to keep the U.S.'s freedom of action within the electromagnetic spectrum. The Electromagnetic Spectrum Superiority Strategy Implementation Plan focuses military attention of developing superior capabilities, pursuing total force readiness and establishing effective electromagnetic spectrum governance. The Defense Department's Chief Information Officer will take the lead on the issue. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com, search Federal Newscast, and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts. I'm Eric White.